Last time on Good Neighbors. We are finally in our second interlude where the gang is going to do just a little bit of relaxation and hanging out just kind of by themselves. Nothing too crazy, nothing uh, too mysterious going on, maybe. And we get to see them just be people. Flint's storage shed. The next day, it's bright and early. The sun is shining over top. There are people here kind of milling about, getting stuff out of their things, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, but otherwise, no one's paying it too much mind. Everyone who uses the storage units here knows what's up, knows that Flint kind of lives here. It's uh, not, not really worrying too much about it. They do pay some attention to the fact that there is a car outside the shed, uh, but otherwise aren't really all that interested. But we see uh, Flint outside, alongside Cassius Montgomery, uh, and we see that the car itself is torn to shreds. It is uh, recovering from monster attack and uh, fire on its uh, undercarriage. <laughs> it was not a good time for Cassius's uh, mobile here. <laughs> As you're uh, inspecting the damage, uh, you can tell that Lee doesn't know a lot about cars. Uh, so we're going to make some stuff up, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look very good. So, uh, all right. I feel like first step's got to be putting the battery back, right? Yeah, we might need to replace the battery. What do you mean replace the battery? Uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we used all the juice in the old one. We're, um, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get a new battery. All right, but uh, let me tell you, this baby takes some pretty specific parts. They're kind of harder to get a hold of than you think. Uh, well, you probably know a guy, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I actually know a, a ton of people around town, and you know, I, I've got some weird stuff sitting around my storage shed that we could probably use as replacement parts, and. Anything we can't, we don't have on hand, well, I take out the jar of money and I just start shaking out, like, coins and bills. We can, we, been, we can use this to fix it. Have you been putting money aside for this? Yeah, I told you I'd fix your car. Yeah, I'm part so of the reason it got broke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 please, please. That was as much Beck or... Or uh, or June as you, so I mean, we'll forget to be fair about it. You know, maybe we should, you know, keep track of how much we spend and bill them as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's not bother them with it. I'm sure they got their own problems. Listen, Cassius, when when we first started doing all this, I I gave you more crap than the others, and then when that reasonable, I'd say that's a fair response to me. Yeah, but. When the when I was pinned under a car and a gator man was about to eat me, you came running out and risked your life for me. So the least I could do is help you fix your car. Um, 
Man, nobody's uh nobody's ever really done that type of thing for me. I mean, are you you sure? What are friends for? <laughs> I guess I guess so. And you know, if we uh if we really run out of funds, I I do have one last backup. Do go on. That's maybe not going to be talked about unless we really what? need it. A mystery reveal, I sense. All right, well, let's get started on this car. Let's uh, let's see what we need. You know, let's get under the hood. Or what have you. I hope you're good at this type of thing, because I'm really not. I don't know if you can tell by the state that my uh, car was in when I got here, but uh, I'm not very good at maintaining anything. Um, <laughs> relationships or uh, mechanical equipment or really anything at all. Well, um... But my personal hygiene. Uh, yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Uh, besides the point, it might not be completely the same as when you start, uh, when we started. That's the beauty of old cars, you know? Any little fix, it adds character. That's what, that's what my, uh, my mom always said. Alright, so, let's actually take a look at this and see what it needs. You, uh, get under it, get into it. Uh, you can tell that uh, some of the like uh, parts have been like melted during the fire, uh, and uh, now that they've been kind of sitting and and uh, at rest and kind of been through the cold of night and uh, warmth of day, kind of in a cycle over and over again, they really have just kind of cracked out. Uh, some of the like uh, like spark plugs ain't working anymore. Uh, this honestly, this might have been for the best. His uh, belts were su suffering from like severe dry rot, uh, and were probably gonna snap uh, regardless. Like this was definitely just a problem with a car way before, and it's good that you're getting to it, or at least getting to see it now. Uh, uh, you can see that uh, some of the like like internals, like the electronics that set up like the lights and uh, the alarms and whatever. Uh, also are just kind of fried. It's not destroyed. The car still works because you were able to drive it before, but it will it will die on you soon if you don't replace a lot of this stuff. All right, what are you thinking, pal? All right, Cassius, I'm I'm going to level with you. This car would have killed you within a month. Do you, do you promise? <laughs> That, that's not a promise. That's not a good thing. Like, oh, well, like before the, it depends on who's in the car at the time, if you know what I mean. Before the gator got to it, so many parts were falling apart that you would have just been driving one day and your brakes would have gone out at the same time as your engine starting to smoke, at the same time as your door locks getting stuck so you couldn't even get out. Jokes on you, that's why I don't have the, the roof up. I thought way ahead. I'm, I'm two steps ahead of you, Flint. That, Can't get trapped in your car if, if your car doesn't have a roof. <laughs> it does make sleeping in it a little bit harder, though. I will say that. Do, do, do you need a place to sleep? Not, not anymore. Oh, okay. 
But uh, what do you think is the first step? Let's, uh... Hey, real quick cut. Um, when it rains, does Cassius just let his car fill up with water? Uh, more or less. I mean, it's like, I think he has like, like a set of small tarps that he has in the bag that he just sort of lays out over it. And if he has to sleep in the car, then he just sets up the tarps over him. Uh, and it's like a, it's a good little multi-purpose uh, tool that he has. <laughs> and on top of everything out, there's an outrageous amount of black mold growing between each of your seat cushions. It's character. It's character. But we can get rid of it. Fine. If you don't want it, if you don't want the black mold, that's fine. We don't need the black mold. We can get rid of it. We, we don't want the black mold. Uh, wait. <sighs> I guess. All right. Let's get to work. All right. We're, we're actually probably going to need a little bit more than just... A, a wrench and a hammer to fix this. We're, we're, we're probably going to need to throw together a bit of a makeshift workshop. Alright, well you tell me what to do. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, you know, do, do it. Yeah, I'll, I don't know much about this stuff, but uh, you, you, you lead the way. Uh, Leland. Is there anyone in town that I'd know where I'd be able to buy, like, junk parts to throw together a, a makeshift mechanic shop? Uh, for sure. I think there's, like, a, uh, an old Ma and Pa, like, ship repair place uh, that's down at the harbor where you're normally doing your doomsaying. Uh, that they, they know you pretty well. They kind of get it. Uh, they're kind of on the level and, and don't give you too much hassle. They're, like, really, really old. They understand that, like, they kind of can't do that job anymore. Their children ran it for a little while but didn't want to. They wanted to, like, go do their own thing. And so they've been uh, going into business just because someone to run the store. And they're, they've accepted that. And they're willing to, like, either sell you parts for cheap or give some stuff to you for completely free. Fantastic. In that case, that is what I'm going to use the recent level I got and upgrade my haven to have the workshop tag. Very nice. What, is that, what does that read out as? I will now have a space for building and repairing guns, cars, and other gadgets. Perfect. Well, that's, that fits right well enough, then, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Alrighty, tools in hand. Uh, the two of you get to work. Uh, not all the tools are necessarily made for cars specifically, but you can, you're can you smart enough to figure out workarounds. I think a lot of the parts aren't uh, so bad that you can't put them back together. Some things you do have to replace, and that drains a little bit of your funds here. But with a workshop and a properly function, functioning team, uh, I think the thing starts to look pretty all right. Do you put any like interesting touches on it? or new decals, or new features on it? Is there anything you're trying to do there? There is one thing I would be interested in doing to the car. What was that? I'd like to give it a setup so that uh, maybe using some old boat spotlights or something to that effect, have it set up so that when Cassius needs to, he can extend uh, spotlights to make it look like it's there for a movie set. Ooh. Oh, I like that. And do like a weird bat signal thing. That sounds funny to me. More more along the lines of when he's yelling at people that he's doing a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, he can actually have his car look like it's there for a movie set. 
I love that. I like that a lot. That's very good. Uh, give me just a straight sharp roll. All right. Can I put a small touch on the on the finished product as well? For sure. Yeah. What's that? All I want to do is uh, remembering what June said about the that mark that they made on the, the dashboard, making it more valuable. I think Cassius is going to get like a spray on laminate to make sure that the blood that June smeared on the dashboard stays there. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, I don't think that that requires a roll. That's just putting frog juice on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and my sharp roll, which is the same thing I roll for my weird science, is a 8 plus 3, so that's 11. Beautiful. Then, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, so, Cassius, whenever you need to, you have uh, a gun. This probably is illegal, I think. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to notice. Uh, but you have a, like, a goddamn like lantern house spotlight on your car. Can uh, they like be swiveled and redirected? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah, it, it's made to look like it's a uh, light fixture for like a movie set. Mm. So like, oh no, we're doing a Gyllenhaal film. Pops up light. Good, good. good, uh, good. Do you fix the roof? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like uh, before, I even get the car running. I go to fix the roof. <laughs> Cassius, that uh, that top has been jammed for several years. Uh, and with uh, this great relief, but also fear, uh, it pops and like this dust cake and like like mold spores and such spray out of it. Uh, oh my oh my god, that's where my Zoopal collection went? <laughs> Thank you, Flint. Thank you. You've put my mind at ease in more than one way. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Just, uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna need rides from time to time. Hey, whatever. I am here for you. I can repay you in, uh, like, other ways, too. Is there anyone in town that you hate? <laughs> I can spend time with him. <laughs> no, 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 Cassius. There, there's not anyone in town that I hate. I can think right. of a couple of cops. Oh. Well, cops are my specialty. They are uh, very easy to trick. <laughs> You just tell me where, and I will uh, uh, humiliate them entirely. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Next time I'm uh, doomsaying down by the docks, how about you make a scene? And I That's- reach for my flask and hand it to you. <laughs> I think Ash is going to take the flask and put like a very genuine hand on Flint's shoulder and go, That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> the sun uh, sets with this like golden light on you too as the camera pans up as two genuine friends sit next to each other uh, and we will cause problems for other people later <laughs> <laughs> We open again on a familiar pair as we see uh, uh, June 
and back, uh, sitting in a set of bushes outside the town park. When the two of you are trying to be stealthy, what is your main mode of attack? Let's put it that way first. I don't know if June necessarily goes in for stealth. Uh, I assure you that for this to work, it needs to. Okay, (laughs) then June probably very grumpily is like kneeling down low, but that's that's hard to do in heels. I think Beck is very much like um, into the idea of hiding in plain sight or looking as inconspicuous as possible and it kind of does the thing where they like put on aviators and like a baseball cap and they try to be as inconspicuous and kind of average as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, the two of you at this very moment are attempting to collect both of your spell components because both of you still need to use them in your regular casting, otherwise it won't work. And as we know, Junes can get a little specific. At this very moment, you are looking for a moment, which usually means that you can use it with like a photograph or something else that captures a moment. Uh, A moment in which uh, a human is less brave than a dog. Gotcha. So yes. do we need like a photo? You can use a photo or any other method you can think of that would capture the moment. Gotcha. But I couldn't think of any. So I guess we have Beck with like a Polaroid camera and we're in a dog park. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Um, should I spill some bacon grease on someone or something? So like a dog barks at them? Do something like that. Get like a squirrel's attention or something. Are there any like kind of like gym looking bros around? For sure. Yeah, there's a cool. bunch of like tank dudes like with like German shepherds and stuff that are like ready to like run and do whatever. Um, I am going to try and get some bacon or something. Dogs like bacon, right? I don't know shit about dogs. Dogs <laughs> like bacon? I think so. Probably, right? Most dogs like food. Yeah, yes, I'm gonna... Like bacon. I'm gonna try... I'm a cat person. I'm gonna try and get some, like, bacon stealthily onto this gentleman. Uh... Like kind of like a reverse pickpocket situation, and <laughs> and hope that then like a dog like rawr, 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 at him and and you know he'll look scared. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, I can you can go ahead and say that uh, you, the two of you probably talked about this beforehand. <laughs> so you can just say that you have the bacon on you. Yeah. Uh, roll me a, an act under pressure to like sneak it in there. Unless you're going for an in plain sight, I talk to you and. Like, get nah, I think still act under pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I do think I am going to try and do like an in plane sight thing. Um, I'm going to uh, walk over to him like hell in high heels and like, like 
really kind of aggressively flirt with him and then like try and pocket this bacon on him. All right, yeah, go ahead and roll me your act under pressure. And when I say aggressively flirt, not in a creepy way, but like, <laughs> it, 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 like in a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I want to specify that. There we go. There we go. We can take that. Uh, that is a nine. I've been rolling a lot of nines tonight. I see that. I see that. Uh, Beck, do you want to provide a help out at all? Bring us uh, up into the next year? Yeah, sure. Help me out, Beck. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I think that Beck, uh, first of all, I think they got the bacon because Beck uh, got like a bacon, egg, and cheese and is now eating this very sad egg and cheese uh, and strikes up uh, no, maybe not that's strikes up a conversation because you're already flirting with him but maybe while you're flirting with the person Beck is planting the bacon okay uh, then uh, go ahead and give me your, your help out roll that was a nine a nine okay your help grants them plus one to the roll but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger so uh, June that brings you up to a ten uh, you do what you set out to do. As you are uh, chit-chatting with this dude, he seems pretty, uh, you know, confident into it. He's uh, let his dog run around because it's like a fenced-off park, so he doesn't have to worry about it running away or anything. And uh, as the two of you are, are chatting, uh, Beck, where do you put the bacon? I think Beck uh, slips it into this, like, open... Uh, pocket on their backpack. I, I think Beck is very afraid of this person actually getting hurt, so they don't want to put it in, like, their pocket or something. For sure. Oh, uh, then, yeah. Absolutely. As the two of you kind of start to back up, uh, you notice that uh, uh, the one of the first dog to get near you is actually starting to lick your hands, Beck, uh, implying that, like, maybe... Uh, this person might be able to intuit, like, hey, wait a minute, that's where this came from, if they figure it out later. But in the meantime, uh, as the two, as uh, June and this dude bro uh, are, like, walking down the road, uh, uh, there was a sudden, uh, as they, like, pass by, like, a couple dogs, there was a sudden outburst from several of them as they start to, like, leap up towards his backpack. And uh, as expected, there's a moment of, what the fuck? Uh, and he looks frightened because this is just a, a surprise. Uh, and some of the dogs are a little larger and he just isn't expecting it. Lee, can I make an earnest request? Sure. Can this be the same dude bro that came to Little Hollywood? Yeah, for sure. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, bacon guy, like, suddenly, like, starts to, like, recoil. And, uh, Beck, you were taking the photo? Yeah. Uh, you take the photo, and there's an immediate, hey, what the fuck? Uh, like, they are uh, kind of, uh, uh, like, you know, they're accosted by these dogs, so they can't immediately get to you. But it looks like their, their thought process right now is to go and, like, take that camera from you, because you just took a picture of them without their permission. Gotcha. What do you two do? Uh, well, man, I, I just want to make sure that we have evidence that this dog bit you. You know? No, it didn't bite me. Just keep... What the hell is, do you mean for it to bite me? You are crazy ready for that. Uh, I'm going to interrupt and be like, 
hey, my guy, like, I really thought we were hitting it off and you're you're kind of freaking out here. It's no big deal. Uh, have you seen what's happening right now? They, like, throw their backpack. Uh, yeah, I see you causing a scene at the dog park. What's, what's your, what's your damage? Like, just chill out. They are confused and maybe upset and feeling maybe a little betrayed. Uh. Everything's fine. Nothing's happening. Uh. This sounds like a mob threat, so go ahead and roll me a manipulated person. Let's gaslight this dude, bro. I'm just, I'm just trying to get him to calm down. I'm not trying yeah. to gaslight him. Oh, an eight. Uh, all right. Uh, they'll listen to you, which is like ease off and not worry about the camera thing. If you do something right now to show that you mean it, that everything's cool, you don't have to worry about anything, this isn't weird. Um, I am going to, uh, how old is this guy? Uh, he's like late college age. So like 22, 22. Okay. Um, I'm going to like, uh, stroke his, uh, his hair behind one ear and be like, see, like there's, there's nothing to be upset about. Uh, everything's fine. And I'm going to like, uh, uh, take my phone out and be like, can I get your number? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, there's like a moment where he's like, like galaxy braining, like connecting dots here. Uh, and eventually he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. You like, he's, I mean, we know factually if this is the same guy, he's pretty horny. So, uh, absolutely. He gives you his number. Any kind um, of- <clears throat> oh shit. I don't have a phone though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he, the abjects. Yeah, I, I guess like a piece of paper. Um, what year is exactly? <laughs> uh, uh, after after I get uh, his number, I'm going to uh, start immediately just walking away uh, and like I think link arms with Beck and like just keep walking away with Beck. You, as you depart, the camera focuses on this dude, bro, who's so lost, and his backpack has just been torn up a little bit, but he's okay. His mouth the is like... crime. The bacon's been eaten. Uh, and then, eventually, he just picks up his backpack and, like, walks out. And his dog shows up, so he gets his dog, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything further than that he doesn't like freak out or anything he's just like well I'm gonna go home now but he does become the season 4 villain <laughs> he does become the season 4 villain I uh I trash the number as soon as I, I walk by a trash can June doesn't litter <laughs> very nice I will do a lot of crime but I will not litter bad bitches don't litter <laughs> so back uh what about you do you need any components oh uh, yeah but I figured we could just swing by like the dollar tree or oh that's know. no that's no fuck fun. Up, I, I know an arcade. Counter. Yeah, fuck up the prize counter at an arcade. I'm good for that. Your uh, supplies usually aren't that dramatic, is nope. the thing. <laughs> when you need healing, it's usually something that is appropriate to that. Every now and again, you might need a, a series of supplies that are uh, like a little bit more high-end or a little bit more spiritually valuable. Uh the only thing that is on your list that isn't just like copper wire or uh, 
like toothpaste is a uh, a prize won in battle, uh, and that can really be anything. Uh, it's meant to be some sort of conquest, but it usually it should relate to battle itself. So in the olden days of the bulwark, this is like I won your sword in combat, and now I wield it, and it does magic for me, something like that. Mm-hmm. June, do you play DDR? God damn it. Uh, you know, I have. Would you like to lose a game of DDR for the greater good? I mean, if you think I'm going down that easy, sure. Well, then game on. And All right. <laughs> like, wipe, like, transition cut to, like, the David Busters. Yes, yes, the good old uh, Dan and... Booster. Booster. <laughs> Boosters. <laughs> yes, my favorite arcade and beer place. Uh, absolutely. We immediately got the two of you uh, uh, going hardcore. Now, is this the classic DDR where it's for some reason some like really high speed, high pitched anime song? Or are you playing, are you dancing to some like, uh, I don't know, like Rockabilly Blues or something like that? I-, I feel like it has to be some sort of terrible remix j-pop song personally yeah i think both of our aesthetics make the high-pitched anime song like even funnier yeah very nice uh yeah we see uh beck Tui in a in a, a hoodie and aviators speed stepping with some uh, great kung fu grace and uh june still in heels i assume oh yeah somehow yeah. Uh, very, very nice. But I think what I want to have here is that each one of you makes an act under pressure roll. The higher one wins. That, is, that <laughs> seems like a reasonable thing here. Okay. Uh, can I cheat? <laughs> yes, please. Can I, can I do something outside human limitations to be really good at DDR? Uh, absolutely. Dope. Or you can try, at least. Um, what casting component do I want to use? Um, uh, all of these are just not conducive to a Dave and Busters. Yeah, because they're all like, you know, weird water from the Vatican and and blood. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to cheat. I don't think I can do any of these without drawing (laughs) so much attention. All right. I'm not going to. June thinks about it and is like, you know what? Maybe I'll play it uh, straight. Yeah, uh, that, that's kind of the major risk you run into. God, I want to see this DDR duel so bad in live action. Oh my god. Yeah. Josh, can I, I'll, I'll, can I'll I find use, some DDR music later to clip in. Yeah, can I use Bottle It Up for... You can. <laughs> can you read Bottle It Up for me? Okay. Give, me give me one second so I can get the exact language. This is a lot of uh, <laughs> internal effort on each of your parts to win a game of EDR. It says, if you want, you can take up to plus three bonus when you act under pressure. For each plus one you use, the keeper holds one. That hold can be spent later, one for one, to give you minus one on any move except act under pressure. I love that. <laughs> because love- this isn't important at all. I'm gonna just get myself. I got you. Oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah, okay. 
Oh, oh, that's a seven. Total? Yep. I'm not cool. Someone maybe should have put a plus sign in there. And uh, in June, what'd you get? Uh, I got an eight. Ooh. It's, oh, what a nail biter. Had you used all three, you would have won. <laughs> it's not worth it. Uh, are you sure? All right. Sure. Well, anyways, uh, uh, you know that uh, you can see like the stress uh, on Beck's face. It's like their mind awakens, their eyes uh, widen, and we see a little bit of like red uh, lines appear on the corners of their eyes as they like uh, like hold their breath and just power through a, a moment of, of weakness. Uh, uh, but June, I think, can fucking dance. So yeah. I don't know if that matters. Air hockey? Uh, yeah, yeah. Air hockey. Air hockey works. Um, June is gonna go order... Uh, like four shots and offer two to, to back. Uh, I usually just get the froze, but sure. Uh, Lahayam and uh, June will do a shot and uh, rack up this air hockey table. Beck like struggles through the shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, you do so. Uh, it sucks. This isn't your type. Nope. Uh, and and you rack up air hockey. Uh, <laughs> What's uh, the air hockey role, Lee? I'm thinking that now. Is it uh, kick some ass or is it action? I need mean, to debate between kick some ass and act under pressure again. You're not really trying to hurt anybody. You're not. There's no harm rating, so I think it is act under pressure. Okay. Oh, Jesus. God damn it. I also rolled poorly. I got a four. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that shot hits immediately. Uh, okay. Uh, no experience here, because again, this doesn't matter. No, of course not. Uh, I think uh, what happens here is that neither of you are doing very well. Uh, maybe the, the rules or the... The simple, intuitive things you're supposed to grasp about air hockey just aren't clicking, and you just keep knocking the puck off the table over and over and over and over again until some kids are like, "What the hell's wrong with you? What are you?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like some some shitty ten year old who calls you a kid because you can't play air hockey. I look at back and I'm like, "Skeet ball." I guess. Uh. I think we continue along in this manner of like you just can't you can't get it for a little <laughs> while. We're still getting tickets though, right? I think Yeah. I still want some tickets. Yeah. I, I think at the end of it, the two of them bet like a quarter on a thumb war. <laughs> Very nice. And that ends up being the spell component. <laughs> yeah, for sure. After all of this nonsense, uh, after all these little contests, after like a couple ten-year-olds bullying you, yeah. uh, you eventually settle upon fine, 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 a thumb war, and you thumb war over a quarter. And when you finally win and get it in your hands, it begins to hum uh, like a quartz stone in a in a, uh, in a clock. 
Finally. And I put it in my lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The two of you have uh, like a long day of play where uh, you try to uh, get your, your necessary magic components in ways that are fun and not sure like and probably healthier than just sitting there like Chuck Hayes often used to have you do like set up a hundred matches on a trip in a chessboard and uh, make them perfectly balanced between each other. And that uh, the idea that there is some value to a more spiritual approach to magic than a mechanical one, I, I think is setting in a little. Nice. And what do you two get up to for the rest of the day? Do you break there and just say, all right, I got it. I'm done hanging out with you. Or what's up? Do you want to get some wings or something? Or I, I could eat. I could eat. Yeah, I know I tortured you with the, the shots, so uh, I won't do that anymore. It tastes like fire. Yeah, that's the point. It's, it's You gotta hate yourself a little bit to enjoy it. No, I don't wanna. I mean, that's fair. That's probably it, healthier. Why can't it taste like fruit juice and not like fire and, and nails? Uh, I'll let you pick the next drinks. Okay. And we get, like, fruity, like, alcoholic slushies. Very nice. Uh, they are sweet and also two sweets. And after maybe a couple sips can make someone sick to their stomach. Uh, but you power through and you generally just try to have like a pretty decent day afterwards. And that's yeah. nice. Uh, I think at the, towards the sort of end of the day, uh, you each get contacted in every, in whatever manner. I think, uh, Cassius gets a call and Beck gets a call coincidentally because two of you don't have phones and Dr. Garcia has invited you over for a proper dinner that isn't spaghetti. Uh, you can choose not to go, uh, if you want, uh, but he's genuinely just trying to be like, hey, you probably saved my life, and in turn, we should probably get to know each other, that sort of thing, uh, and he, uh, is offering to have you guys over, and he'll, uh, open, you know, a bottle of, like, decades-old wine, and you can relax and sit by the fire and, and get to know each other. Are uh, are you planning on going to this uh, shindig? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel kind of weird not going. It's an invitation, and if I'm being completely honest, at he's probably gonna have some like really good, rich people food. So, what do we wear to something like this? Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Oh boy, mm. do we gotta dress up? Is it a dinner party or is it dinner? I think is the question. If it's just dinner, then no. But if it's a dinner party, then yes. It doesn't say party. So if it's more than like four people, I think it's a dinner party, right? Okay. Are those the rules? You know that he maybe didn't say that you have to dress up and he doesn't put a lot of onus on people to do that but you know that he will because he is congenitally incapable of not dressing well for whatever function he's at. We get suit jackets. We put them in a duffel bag. We park around the side. 
We bring a pair of binoculars and we watch the other people go in. Depending on what they wear, we change into the appropriate dress wear for the, the party. I have a, I have a blazer at my apartment that might fit. Do Great. You, do you have a blazer? Yeah, yeah. I got one somewhere. All right, then. Yeah, we we get like backup fancy clothes just to be safe. Very nice. And and Cassius and Flint, do you two uh, plan to go? Hey, uh, Cassius, uh, my shirt's kind of dirty, so I'm just gonna wear my tank top. Yeah, that's probably cool. Uh, I'm just going to wear whatever is the least dirty in my car. Yeah, that works. Uh, we, should, we should probably take an Uber, though. I've I've had a few swigs. Yeah, I think I still got about uh, 25 bucks left in the jar. That that should probably get us there. Ask, ask it. Let's, let's, do you think it's a problem if we're tipsy when we go? Nah, I think it's fine. Is everyone going to show us. up to this dinner <laughs> like bust? <laughs> He probably wants us like this, right? Yeah. Uh, very nice. Uh, everyone arrives roughly around the same time. Uh, I think as you kind of get out of your cars and or Ubers or whatever to to or street cars, however you arrive uh, to see each other, I think you're in whatever state of dress you're in, which is not terribly well yet. Uh, though the door opens from down the driveway. And we see that uh, Dr. Garcia is wearing like one of those old timey house coats, like the red silk, like a robe looking <laughs> fucking, uh, over nice pants and suit and stuff. Uh, and he has like a corn cob pipe and is wearing like his old reading glasses. He looks like refined, like kind of good. Uh, he's like a, a 55, 60 year old man, but like right now he looks pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, he, you know, welcomes you inside. Uh, and he doesn't have other guests here, so whatever dress you want to wear is fine, but he radically will outdress you. What is the, the last sort of things that four of you say to each other before you head inside and enjoy a nice, fancy dinner with fancy wine and rich people talk with Dr. Emmett Garcia Chalamet? Oh, look, it's those other people. Yeah, like well, those look, people. it's all about the people. <laughs> Sorry, we're, hey boys, what are you having up to? Uh, we fixed his car and then got he drunk. Gave, he gave me spotlights. Yeah, guys, you, there's like four forks on that table. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> Remember that game we played? earlier with the alligator that like comes out of the hole and you gotta hit with the hammer. Yeah. Just like picture that and just like rapidly pick a fork. No, no. Uh, my parents my parents had a lot of money growing up. So you actually start at the fork closest to the plate and move outward. Shit, are you for real? Yeah. Damn. Most of my eating is with sparks, so I have very little to add. <laughs> what are you oh. waiting for? I'm inside. <laughs> yeah, Hi. yeah. What's up, Chalamet? Very excited. <laughs> Good to see you all again. This is my niece, Rashida. That has been her name this entire time. Uh, we see uh, like this uh, like 12, 13-year-old girl 
uh, has uh, similar almondy skin uh, like like Chalamet does. Uh, she has like really ratty hair. She doesn't take like really good care of it. She's wearing like all black, and she has like a little bit of like a she like like leans forward a little bit too much, and she wears like a lot of uh, like black eyeliner. And she's like, "Hi guys," uh, and she looks like a little gremlin. Yes, holding her like little spider. She's like, hi. <laughs> June does not know how to interact with children at all. June is someone who I think is socially pretty pretty comfortable, but like immediately is just like, hello. Uh, she lifts the spider, which is just sitting in her hand, free free wheeling, uh, and says, uh, "Welcome, the uh, the gentleman here." would like to greet all of you. And the spider doesn't fucking know what any of this is. So they just like hit their, uh, uh, their pedipalps. They just like push those forward. And she like does a little bow. Okay, Rashida, can you put that away? Can you put them away now? Yes, thank you. And she like lets it crawl into a, a case. Oh man, that's dope. That's so cool. Is, is that a Goliath bird eater tarantula? It's the biggest tarantula. Oh my gosh. It's very strong. You can feel the muscle strength on your fingers. Oh, that's incredible. I used to have a rose hair when I was growing up. Completely like walking past Chalamet and just paying attention to the spider now. (laughs) She's like, yes, yes, very good. Uh, She's very excited to talk to you about spiders. Uh, And you can tell immediately that her sense of humor and interest is like gross, like nasty things. Like she likes blood and whatever. <laughs> she reads way too many of his books and only understands like maybe the surface level horror part of it and not like the existential part. Yeah. Uh, uh, June is going to look at Chalamet and then look at the child and be like, uh, school's important? And like look back at Chalamet like, am I am I behaving appropriately? <laughs> School is good? <laughs> he laughs and he goes, "Yes, yes, it is." And he claps you on the back and tries to like talk, like laugh off that weird experience. And he invites you all to sit down. Uh, uh, tries to eat next to her spider, and Chalamet says, "Put it away. It's hard to eat near that thing." And she just like sets it under the table, uh, and uh, he treats <laughs> lovely, uh, like fancy, like four course meal. Uh, it was catered, like people made it and brought it here, and uh, life is good. He uncorks this uh, like decades-old bottle of wine. He has cigars if you want to smoke outside on the parlor. Uh, Flint wants to grab one of his little crystal glasses, take out his flask, or stu- uh, stuff from his flask into the crystal glass <sighs> and hand it to Chalamet. Uh, Chalamet uh, gives you like a little... Uh, uh, raised eyebrow and a nod and uh, uh, is just, uh, you know, pleased to see the decorum. All of you are eating dinner and, and talking and I think Dr. Emmett is like really pleased with uh, Flint's like refinement when they're like smoking cigars together. Uh, and he's, he's like, yeah, you want to try on this suit? It's very nice. <laughs> At some point, I think uh, Cassius, you uh, maybe ask uh, Rashida about her spider, or uh, if you can get her to uh, like either I don't know, whatever is interesting is either put it away or have it do a trick or something. Uh, and either way, uh, at some point she looks you dead in the eye and says, 
I can't. And her eyes like black out for a second. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, the camera like watches through the windows as Cassius stares blankly at uh, Rashida, and that <laughs> will close out there.